Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, We're continuing our examination of Daniel in the seventh chapter. I think we may finish today. We'll see. But remember, Daniel had a a dream, a night vision. And you go in previous episodes and see what's happening within the whole thing. Now, at the end of it, beginning with verse 21, we see that he's looking and he keeps looking and he sees things happening. And he finally uh, gets some interpretation as to uh, what was going on within this entire thing. So let's just start there. Daniel chapter 7, verse 21. I kept looking. And that horn was waging war with the saints and overpowering them. Now notice what the horn's doing. Waging war with the saints and he is overpowering them. Verse 22. Until the ancient of days came and judgment was passed in favor of the saints of the highest one. And the time arrived when the saints took possession of the kingdom. So as I've been emphasizing, particularly in this segment of Daniel, just pay attention to what's being said here. Don't try to extrapolate thoughts. Don't try to reach conclusion about anything. Don't try to uh, force phrases into your system of eschatology. <laughs> okay, just listen to what's being said. The horn was waging war against the saints. He was overpowering the saints. And this was occurring until the ancient of days came and judgment was passed. And that judgment was in favor of the saints of the highest one. And the time had arrived when the saints took possession of the kingdom. We've seen this thing of the kingdom, how certain things were going to happen, and that one like the Son of Man was going to come and was going to have a kingdom that would last forever. Now, verse 23. Thus he said, the fourth beast will be a fourth kingdom on the earth, which will be different from all the other kingdoms, and will devour the whole earth and tread it down and crush it. As for the ten horns... Out of this kingdom, that's the fourth kingdom that had the ten horns, ten kings will arise, and another will arise after them. And he will be different from the previous ones and will subdue three kings. <coughs> so we have seen already that uh, the horns represent kings. This fourth kingdom has several kings within the kingdom. Verse 25. He, and that's, this is the eleventh horn, will speak out against the Most High. And wear down the saints of the highest one. And he will intend to make alterations in times and in law. And they will be given into his hand for a time, times, and half a time. <clears throat> so we see this one that will arise, okay, this, this horn that has the mouth, that will speak against the Most High God. He's going to wear down the saints. And well, we've already seen that he's going to be overpowering the saints. So it's the same idea. He's wearing down the saints of the highest one until the ancient of days comes. And we get a little hint about what he's going to be doing. He's going to be speaking against the Most High. He will intend to make alteration in times and in law. Uh, Boy, you're talking about something that's been subject to debate as to exactly what that means. Uh, We don't know. We don't know all the details. I think we can get little hints here and there. (laughs) I know sometimes... Many of us think that daylight savings time may be an act of this one, that type of thing. Uh, It's not that uh, necessarily, but it is the idea that times will be altered and law 
you know, a lot of times people want to jump on that. It's always talking about the alteration of, of the Word of God, of the Hebrew law. Well, perhaps, but maybe not, okay? It just says that there's going to be an alteration in times and laws. But then it says this, and they, that's the saints of the highest one, will be given into his hand for time, times, and half a time. So we, we ended the previous episode with that right there. That time, times, and half a time. Uh, when you see these type of uh, timing elements, you have to look at the context to see what's going on. The immediate context, the total context, what you see in the book and in the Word. And so we believe that that time right there refers to a, a year, a period of time, time, times. So one year, two years, and half a time. If it was just this phrase that was used, you couldn't make that type of determination because sometimes a period of time is seven years. We've already seen that in the book of Daniel for a period of time. Okay, But there's other things that lead us to believe that this is a one-year period because later on you're going to see this same time frame right here referred to as 1,260 days. Times, times, half a time. 1,260 days. 42 months. Three and a half years. It all refers to the same time period. Uh, based upon the Hebrew calendar, 360 days a year. Now, verse 26, but the court will sit for judgment. We've already seen the court at the beginning of this chapter, remember? The court will sit for judgment, and his dominion will be taken away, annihilated, and destroyed forever. So we're seeing kingdoms that are going to last forever, and we're seeing kingdoms that will be destroyed forever. So the kingdom of this horn that is speaking against the Most High God will be temporary. He will have what will look like victories. He will be overpowering the saints. He will wear down the saints. But the saints are only going to be given to his hands for time, times, <coughs> excuse me, guys, and a half time, only for a brief period of time. And then he will be taken away, and he will be annihilated and destroyed for. Ever. That's interesting, isn't that? Particularly that annihilation thing. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll chase that down later. Now the last two verses, chapter 7. Then, notice that it's then. There's a chronological sequence to these events, apparently. Then the sovereignty, the dominion, and the greatness of all the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be given to the people of the saints of the highest one. Remember how he's, he said it several times in this chapter how the saints will inherit the kingdom, and it will be a kingdom that will last forever. Now he's saying it's going to be the sovereignty, the dominion, and the greatness of all these kingdoms, the first three beasts, the the, uh, the statute that, um, vision that Nebuchadnezzar had. All this will be given to the people of the saints of the highest one. Again, another interesting phrase, the people of the saints of the highest ones. Okay, His kingdom, the highest one, will be an everlasting kingdom, and all the dominions will serve and obey him. So what do we see here? That the sovereignty, dominion, and greatness of the nations of these kingdoms under the whole heaven are going to be given to the people of the saints of the highest one. And we see that his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Man, that's great. We've seen that already. But then this phrase, and all the dominions will serve and obey him. So all dominions will serve and obey him I wonder what dominions those are. Hmm. I suspect we'll see more about that as we go along, okay? But just be aware that all the dominions will serve and obey him. Then verse 28, the last verse of Daniel 7. At this point, the revelation ended. So Daniel's called it a dream. He's called it a night vision. He's called it a revelation. All these terms. 
And all these terms, people so often want to try to define them very concisely. Oh, they're fluid, folks, okay? But the revelation ended, verse 28 continuing. As for me, Daniel, my thoughts were greatly alarming me, and my face grew pale, but I kept the matter to myself. He starts off the same way. He says, I, Daniel, had this dream. Here he says, as for me, Daniel, his thoughts were greatly alarming to the point to where the blood was draining from his face. <clears throat> his face became pale, but he kept the matter to himself. And you say, well, why would he do that? Well, who would he share it with to start with, right? He said, I've decided I'm going to keep this matter to myself and just see what God reveals about it. Daniel chapter 7, very, very, very important in understanding what was going to happen after Daniel's time, up to the time of the Lord Jesus, and then from the time of the Lord Jesus onward, even from our time onward with the return of the Lord. If you don't understand what Daniel says about this, you're definitely uh, not going to understand the balance, and you're going to misconstrue the balance of Scripture. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.